What's up guys, this is Tizer Evans with Grind, Sell, and Elevate. This week I'm gonna do a short video on why customers don't buy. So I've been in sales now for 16 years and I've managed lots of salespeople. I've been a sales rep in multiple facets with lots of different uh, companies and lots of different industries, anywhere from surf, renting cars, to working in insurance now for a long time. And there's always a common thread with why people don't buy. So I want to jump into the top three reasons why they don't buy. Now, it could be a multiple of things of why they don't, but really comes down to these three basic principles time in and time out again. So let's jump into it. So the first reason why people don't buy is because they don't buy into you. So, right, that just makes total sense. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to create trust with the, the person that you're prospecting. And if you're not able to build rapport and build trust, it doesn't matter how good your product is, it doesn't matter how reputable your company is, the person's never gonna buy from you. So a lot of times salespeople make the mistake that I work for XYZ company, or I have a superior product, or I have a superior price, and they still can't close deals, or they're not closing a, a prospect that they really wanted to, or an ideal target, and they don't know why, but really it comes down to them. They haven't done a good enough job spending time really getting to know their prospect, showing them that they're trustworthy, they're an expert in their field, and that they know what they're talking about, you know, and or they haven't identified how to solve the person's problem. Again, that comes within the uh, rapport building phase. The rapport building phase is really about getting to know who your product, your, your, your prospect is, right? You're trying to find out what they're about, what they're in need for, you know, where they're experiencing pain points and then how your good product or service may be able to alleviate that pain point. And you're doing that while getting them to trust you and building rapport. So first, if they're not buying from you, it could be because they're just not connecting with you as a person. Now, the second thing that if a person is not buying from you, it's because they don't believe in your product. Now, the person may believe in you and they may think that you um, are a trustworthy person, but they just don't really see the need or the value in the product. And again, this comes into the discovery phase. Are you asking the right type of open-ended questions? Are you finding out really where they're experiencing pain or at least showing them uh, pain points they didn't even know existed? So a lot of times, especially in my business, you know, I'm calling and talking to people who already are using a similar type of product, right? And so they say, well, what is the point of using your product when I have three or four or five other companies that do exactly what you do. So I can talk about compensation. We pay double what other people do and talking about, well, if you were to close 10 deals with me, they could put another $50,000 in your bottom line. And one of your struggles was said that you're a one man show. And so this now would be able to afford you to go, to go and hire an assistant, right? So I hit an area in which they didn't even know wasn't a problem with them by using my product um, or service. That adds a lot of value. Now, a lot of sales reps aren't thinking on that different type of high level. They're thinking about how great their product or service is. But what they're really not doing is paying attention to how their product or service is going to fit the needs of the prospective client. If you can't fit the needs of the prospective client, then no matter how much they like you, they're not going to buy your product or your service because they don't see any value. And the third thing. So you guys know, obviously, I have my own podcast and I get asked a lot. You know, how do you make your podcast? How do you get started on that? And I will tell you, Anchor is the best source for making your podcast. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now you can match Anchor 
with great sponsors who will advertise your podcast for you. That means you can get paid to do a podcast right away. So in fact, that's one of the reasons why I'm doing and reading this right now, this ad that you're listening to. Uh, So if you're interested in creating your own podcast and or looking how to monetize it, then Anchor is the best way to go. Check it out. You've got to really portray and sell as your company, right? Now, you could be someone who works for a small company that's relatively unknown. And so that might have some potential hurdles and obstacles for you because the prospect is going to feel uncertain. They may like you. They may even find value in your product, but they may be uncertain about your company because they're not sure if you're a reputable company. They've never heard of you. So what you can do here to try to alleviate some pain points is to have references that you can call upon that will vouch for you that you work for a good reputable company and that they find they've your previous clients have found value in your product. Now if you work for a big name brand company, obviously that takes a lot of um a lot of guessing games out of the way. You can rely on the company's financial strength. Like for me, I work for a big multi-billion dollar company that has a really reputable name. So I rely on our our financial strength you know, we've been around for over 75 years, so I rely on the history and longevity of the company. But I also think that, you know, when you work for a smaller company like a startup, maybe doesn't have the financial strength or the longevity, you can use that to your advantage as well. One, uh, having the references help, but two, talking about how you're nimble and you're hungry to earn the business. A lot of times working for bigger companies, sales reps have it easy because the name brand does do a lot of selling for them, so they get complacent. Or if you work for a startup or a relatively small company or a newer company or a mid-sized company, a lot of times those sales reps are eager to go above and beyond. And so really portraying that in your sales presentation, how eager and hungry you are, will really um, go a long way with the customer. So again, this video, customers aren't buying from you for three reasons. One, you haven't sold yourself. Two, you haven't done a good enough job showing value in your product or service. And three, you haven't sold them on your company. If you miss any one of those three of those things, there's a very, very strong likelihood they're not going to buy from you. It's imperative that you um, are 100% on all three of those things. If you leave any type of doubt about your relationship, if they can trust you, if they see value in your product or service, or if they have any type of doubt within your company, they're not going to buy. So it's good to ask these open-ended questions. You know, if someone says, ah, right right now is not a good time, or, you know, I'm not really sure I'm going to move forward. Return to asking the right type of questions. Was there anything about today that would make you not want to move forward? Well, you know, I, I just don't know sure I need your product. Okay, well, great. Now you can enter back into the sales loop and start asking more probing questions about why they need the product, product or uh, service. Now, if if they see the same thing, you know, I'm not really sure, uh, you know, about your company. I've never really heard of you guys. Again, I've already made references of things you can do to have some solidify them and why they should be using your company, whether it's big or small. And lastly, if they don't say either one of those things, you can probably make the assumption that it's you that they're not having uh, trust with. And that's where you can dive back in and reestablish the rapport building phase and try to get to know your prospect all over again. Because maybe up front, you got too product heavy right from the get-go and you didn't spend enough time really developing open-ended questions about them and who they were. You know, I like to talk a lot in the beginning of the conversation and really find out about who they are, what are their likes, what are their dislikes. Um, 
and really let them do a lot of the talking about themselves. And then it's easy for me to be able to communicate and find similar interests, right? As they're talking about their, their friends or their families or what baseball team they like or what football team or what college they went to, then I'm able to associate similarities that we have with one another, which then establishes a quicker re uh, rapport and trust building phase. So uh, hopefully that was helpful again. So the three things you must do on every sale again are sell yourself, sell your product and sell your company. If you guys like the video, uh, give me a thumbs up. And if you wouldn't mind, please share with friends or family. The channel has been growing slowly but surely. So I've appreciated all the support. But the more that you guys share, uh, the more I'll be able to put out more uh, cool content. So I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much. And I look forward to talking to you guys soon.